Jesus washes Peter's feet. It was now the day before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. He had always loved those in the world who were his own, and he loved them to the very end. Jesus and his disciples were at supper. The devil had already put into the heart of Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, the thought of betraying Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had given him complete power, he knew that he had come from God and was going to God. So, he rose from the table, took off his outer garment, and tied a towel around his waist. Then he poured some water into a wash basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and dry them with the towel around his waist. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Are you going to wash my feet, Lord? Jesus answered him, You do not understand now what I am doing, but you will understand later. Peter declared, Never at any time will you wash my feet. If I do not wash your feet, Jesus answered, You will no longer be my disciple. Simon Peter answered, Lord, do not wash only my feet, then. Wash my hands and head, too. Jesus said, Those who have taken a bath are completely clean and do not have to wash themselves, except for their feet. All of you are clean, all except one. Jesus already knew who was going to betray him, that is why he said, All of you, except one, are clean. After Jesus had washed their feet, he put his outer garment back on and returned to his place at the table. Do you understand what I have just done to you? He asked. You call me teacher and Lord, and it is right that you do so, because that is what I am. I, your Lord and teacher, have just washed your feet. You, then, should wash one another's feet. I have set an example for you, so that you will do just what I have done for you. I am telling you the truth, no slaves are greater than their master, and no messengers are greater than the one who sent them. Now that you know this truth, how happy you will be if you put it into practice. Jesus said, Now the Son of Man's glory is revealed, now God's glory is revealed through Him. And if God's glory is revealed through Him, then God will reveal the glory of the Son of Man in Himself, and He will do so at once. My children, I shall not be with you very much longer. You will look for me, but I tell you now, what I told the Jewish authorities, you cannot go where I am going. And now I give you a new commandment, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. If you have love for one another, then everyone will know that you are my disciples. Good News Translation We all need love. Without love, relationships devolve into silent standoffs and destructive triangles. The world ceases to spin on its axis. But with love, all things are beautiful, personal relations have meaning and joy, and all seems right and just in the world. This wonderful love, however, comes with a great cost. Because we live in a broken world filled with pride and arrogance, greed and avarice, hate and envy, we are victims of loveless, faceless, and unjust systems. We need love to rescue and redeem us from the muck and crud of injustice. It's as if we are constantly walking knee-deep through icky sludge so thick that we can barely get anywhere. We need saving. We need Jesus. Christians everywhere around the world are journeying through Holy Week, the most sacred time of the year for followers of Christ. When we consider Holy Week, many are familiar with Good Friday and certainly Easter, but Maundy Thursday. On this day the Church remembers the last evening Jesus shared with His disciples in the Upper Room before His arrest and crucifixion. The experiences in the Upper Room were highly significant because this was the last teaching and modeling that Jesus gave before facing the cross. Jesus was deliberate in communicating exactly what was important to Him, love one another. Maundy Thursday marks three important events in Christ's Last Supper with His disciples. The washing of the disciples' feet, the action of loving service the instituting of the Lord's Supper, the remembrance of loving sacrifice the giving of a new commandment to love one another, 
the mandate of a loving system. For Jesus, the last night with his disciples was all about love, God's love. On that fateful night, having loved his disciples for the past three years, Jesus showed them the full extent of his love by taking the posture of a servant and washing each and every one of the disciples' feet, including Judas. After demonstrating for them a totally humble service, Jesus said, I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Greater than Jesus Christ loves me just as I am, and not as I should be. Christ loves me even with my dirty stinky feet, my inconsistent half-hearted commitment to Him, and my premeditated sin. Not only did Jesus wash the disciples' feet, He also lifted the cup of wine and boldly asserted. Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And He took the bread, gave, thanks and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you, do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper he took the cup saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Luke 22:17-20, NIV. Because of these words from Jesus, the church throughout the world, for the past two millennia, have practiced this communion so that we might have the redemptive events of Jesus pressed firmly into both our minds and our hearts by means of the visceral and common elements of bread and wine. We are to not just know about Jesus, we are to experience being united with Him. Having washed the disciples' feet and proclaimed to them the meaning of His impending death, Jesus gave them a clear commandment, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Love one another, insisted Jesus, through imitation of His humble service. We represent Christ on this earth when we carefully, diligently, and persistently practice love. Although love was by no means a new concept for the disciples, in the form and teaching of Jesus love was shown with four distinctions. 1. A new model of love, Jesus. 2. A new motive of love, that Christ first loved me. 3. A new motivator to help us love, the Holy Spirit. 4. A new mission, the evangelization of the world, utilizing the power of Christ's love to accomplish it. Maundy Thursday is a highly significant day on the church calendar, one which deserves to be observed. It's an opportunity to remember the important words and actions of Jesus on our behalf. In Christ, we allow love to characterize our life together as we proclaim God's love in both word and deed. A watching world will only take notice and desire to be a part of our fellowship if we are deeply and profoundly centered in the love of God in Christ. This is the reality that Maundy Thursday brings to us. God of love, you have given us a new command to love each other. Help us to show that love in our care of creation, to all nations and ethnicities, in our communities and neighborhoods, through the church everywhere, and with the person's closet to us and their needs. In all our thoughts, words, and actions may we be your servants and reflect your love, through our Savior, Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.